favorite scary movie. Fear is defined as a feeling of agitation caused by the presence or imminence of danger. Why do you think people believe in ghosts? For fun? Most people are so for interest's sake, a deadly game to the game. You think it's really possible to get Supposedly, it's really creepy. Supposedly, it's really creepy. No, I think we should we should give it a shot, right? Yeah. Let's see that can happen. Yeah, let's go see what we'll see what happens.
children's children are condemned this town. Apparently, four rocks from the moon were scattered around the Earth, and whenever these four rocks were found, that would signal the beginning of the end. Well, one of these rocks was found in South America, one in northern Iraq, one in Mexico, and we have reason to believe that the fourth and final rock is buried right underneath Hell's Gate Cemetery. <coughs> I need you to round up a bunch of shit kickers and rednecks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll gather up some of my boys. We'll get them all loaded up with guns and pickup trucks. We'll head down there. We'll kick some ass. Come down here and shoot anything that's moving. you guilty of blasphemy, heresy, and consorting with the devil. Did you hear that? Something about these people just doesn't seem right. It just doesn't feel right. You can't kill what hell won't This is the brotherhood of guns, Jesus, and pickup trucks. This is Flunky speaking, how am I to help you? Get me buzz cut! Okay, boys, I'm gonna make this easy. On the count of one, unzip your pants. And one, unzip your pants. On the count of two, take out your penises. Two's my favorite. And two. On the count of three, start leaking. Three, let's go. Leak, 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 leak. Ha <laughs> ha.
<laughs> okay, you wussies. You're gonna stand right there until you get it right. And don't come out till you're done. Hey, Beavis. <laughs> We're like in school holding our wieners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
guess not. Now, so welcome to Inside Movies Galore. I am your host, David Streggy, and here inside the room once again, uh, I have another director um, that hails from Illinois, correct? That is uh, your, your name is J uh, uh, James Beck, and uh, how did you get involved uh, with the film industry? Uh, well, it's kind of a weird story. Um, it started out about uh, a few years ago. And uh, what had happened was I, I, I'm kind of like a fan of like uh, cryptozoology and Bigfoot uh, lore and, 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 and werewolves and that kind of thing. And uh, what I had done was I, I had painted a picture of, uh, of Bigfoot and uh, I sent it over to my brother and um, he sent it back and he kind of like made a fake movie poster out of it. He said, it said Walt Disney presents the Bigfoot's bloody carnage. And, and, it, and I was so intrigued by this movie poster. I'm like, well, hell that looks kind of cool. I go, can you do me a favor? Can you write down something, you know, it, it, like an actual movie poster? Here's the title of the film. So he did that. And it was called the bloody rage of Bigfoot. And I, uh, I threw it out there on the internet. Well, what had happened literally inside two weeks later, I, this poster started popping up on all these horror websites talking about this new Bigfoot movie that's coming out in 3D and it's going to be a big budget Bigfoot film directed by James Bach. And I'm like, well, hell, and it was not only, it was ending up on all these horror websites all over, and then once from other countries. I saw this one, it was in Russia and uh, in the Middle East and China and all this stuff. I'm like, well, hell, this thing's got a lot of interest. Well, one night I was out with a couple of friends. We went to the local uh, bar and I had a few uh, cocktails and I, and I'd got home and I went on the internet and, uh, uh, somebody from a uh, horror website, I forgot which one it was at this point, they wanted to do a um, an interview with me. A, just They were chatting with me. And he started asking me about this Bigfoot movie. Well, I was a little inebriated. And I said <laughs> that, yeah, this movie's going to be big budget. It's going to be in 3D. This is going to be a big Bigfoot movie. And we're, it's a big production. And we're working on it. And we're going to make the scariest Bigfoot film ever made. Well, and he's like, we're kind of going back and forth. And uh, uh, the next day I kind of woke up and I'm like, well, hell, <laughs> I, I kind of have to live up to this now. So I, uh, I called my good buddy, Steve, and I'm like, hey, man, we, got, we, we need to, to get together and, uh, and make a Bigfoot movie. <laughs> and, uh, and we did. And uh, the Bloody Rage of Bigfoot, we, 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 we did it. It took about a year and a half to put together. We released it. I got it. Uh, released through a distribution company out west, uh, Cheesy Flicks Entertainment. I'd sent the, the film out once it was in, in completion. I sent it out to three distributors, and they called me. They said we want we want to put this out, and uh, so, so we signed the contracts, and, and, and there it was. So it was kind of a weird uh, way to get into it, but it, it worked. Right. So uh, and then the, the the sales from Bloody Rage of Bigfoot were, were good. So I'm like, well, hell, let, let, let's do another. So we did uh, continue to do, uh, we went with Dracula's Orgy of the Damned. And then after that was a Werewolf Massacre at Hell's Gate. And then uh, recently we did uh, Cult of the Shadow People. And now we're working on Horror of Boggy Creek. 
Awesome. So uh, where did you uh, film the uh, uh, Bloody Rage of Bigfoot? Uh, Bloody right Rage on. of Bigfoot was filmed all over. It was Most of it was shot in Illinois in the, uh, the Chicagoland area. Uh, a few parts of it were shot in Wisconsin. We got some shots uh, of the uh, uh, internal parts of a cave that was up in uh, Blue River, Wisconsin. Eagle Cave, as it's known as. We went in there and filmed. We shot, uh, but most of it was shot in the uh, in the Chicago area. Awesome. And uh, how did you go about um, finding your cast for the film? Did you have any problems finding anyone? Uh, that's usually a problem getting actors. I always need actors. Uh, I, and I, and I desperately need them for our new production, but, uh, generally with, with the, with the bloody rage of Bigfoot, when we shot it, it was, uh, friends of mine and uh, a lot of neighbors. In fact, I have this, um, so many people played the Bigfoot monster in that movie. I remember one night, this one guy, he was supposed to play Bigfoot and, uh, he fell sick or something, and he called up last minute, couldn't make it. And there's this sweet old lady down the street from me. She's well into her 80s. And I knocked on her door holding up the gorilla suit, and I'm like, I need a hell of a favor out of you tonight. So uh, <laughs> she luckily stepped up and put on the suit for a scene. So, uh, uh, yeah, most of it's all friends and the neighbors and, you know, and then, uh, you know, some of my other cast members' friends and that type of thing. So, uh, okay. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, and uh, you mentioned uh, Dracula's Orgy of the Damned. Uh, how did uh, how did you come about with that concept? And um, I uh, believe it or not, I've actually had um, uh, Ron Fitzgerald uh, interviewed on yeah. my show before. And, uh, yeah, I met Ron Fitzgerald. We did a, uh, a TV show in Chicago. There's a, a local... Uh, television station called uh, Can Television, Can uh, TV, and uh, I appeared on a show called The Bad Americans, which was sort of a panelist show talking about local topics and that type of thing. So they invited me to go on the show as director of Bloody Rage of Bigfoot, and uh, Ron Fitzgerald was on there and uh, as doing his uh, his shtick as a gothic illusionist. And uh, at that time, I was kicking around the idea of doing a, a Dracula movie. I'm a huge fan of Hammer films. And uh, I, uh, after we did Bigfoot, I'm like, I would really like to do something, put something together similar to like a Hammer film. Okay. And uh, we were, uh, and, I, and I was thinking uh, Dracula, then I was trying to think who's the cast, the part for Dracula. And I, I thought of a few people. But when, then when I met Ron, I'm like, oh wow, this could be cool because he he looks like Nosferatu uh, from the 1922 uh, film, and uh, so I, I gave him a call and I'm like, hey, uh, we're you know we're going to be shooting this Dracula movie, and I'd be very interested in uh, in casting you as Dracula, and he agreed, and uh, he was a, he was a great deal of fun to work with, and uh, yeah, he, he does kind of he looks like Max Shrek a little bit. And, uh, uh, and uh, but he was a lot of fun to work with, and we uh, we shot the film. It did not turn out uh, to be as hammer esque as as I had wanted, but uh, it still comes off as a pretty enjoyable film, and uh, most people seem to really enjoy it. Awesome. Um, and I understand you also worked with um, um, the um, the young woman who uh, runs Bloody Brit Productions on that. Uh, yeah. Claire Fleth Llewellyn. She's in all my movies. 
yeah. thus far, except for Bigfoot. Um, I bet her actually uh, through Ron. And so I cast her as a lead role in, uh, in, uh, in Dracula's Orgy of the Damned. And then uh, she was so delightful to work with. I had her back uh, for, for my other two films, and I'm definitely going to cast her for the uh for the horror of boggy creek i definitely have a role for her and awesome. her and her and her uh her good friend uh, uh christopher kaler as well <laughs> but my uh my 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 really good uh devout actress is uh is tina bovin she's been in all my films and she's always a delight to work with she's uh uh yeah she's appeared in all of them okay um, and uh, next, uh, you, uh, like you had mentioned, Werewolf Massacre at Hell's Gate. How did you get involved with that film? Well, again, you know, after Dracula, I, I wanted to kind of um, uh, stay along, you know, try to, trying to live up to my hope of putting together something similar uh, to Hammer. I'm a big fan of Hammer films, but I also happen to be a big fan of the Paul Nassi uh, werewolf films from the 70s, the Italian uh, werewolf uh, films. I'm a huge fan of of, of uh, 1970s uh, exploitation films. and So I kind of wanted to put together something like that. And uh, so uh, I wrote a book. Uh, with uh, my co-writer Eric Brown, Eric S. Brown, and uh, titled it the uh, the Witch of Devil's Woods. And as I was writing it, we, we got it completed, and uh, and I think, well, this would make a pretty cool movie. <laughs> so uh, the 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 werewolf uh, massacre at Hell's Gate is based on the book, uh, the Witch of Devil's Woods, and uh, and. Uh, I think it's it was I, I, you know our films seem to be getting better and better and I I was really uh, proud of that film uh, especially that was a great deal of fun to work with we put a lot of work into that one and because uh, the you know the editing is uh, is so tedious and ridiculous <laughs> I mean you could take literally like a, like a two minute scene and spend five hours on it <laughs> and, uh, and my editor and uh, and my partner uh, Steve Galida. Who, uh, who I work with uh, doing the editing and uh, he's done a phenomenal job and uh, we've spent many hundreds of hours putting these films together. Nice. But uh, Werewolf Massacre at Hell's Gate, is, that's one I'm particularly proud of. Awesome. Um, was there, uh, out of the three films, was there a specific uh, uh, favorite moment from uh, – either three of the, uh, the films that we have talked about so far that uh, you remember filming. You mean, you mean things that happen while filming? Either or depends on what you want. <laughs> depends well, on what we, you have want. Been, uh, we have been approached by the police uh, on many occasions uh, <laughs> while we're, while we, we've been filming, we've done our share of shoot and run. And uh, we've been stopped by the police many times. And that's always uh, interesting how we handle that. Um, the two biggest mind scrambles or the biggest mind scramble, I think for me, is when uh, Ron Fitzgerald uh, suggested we I want to do this scene with uh, his uh, Bracula, with Dracula's brides. Okay. So he suggested a place in the city called the continuum all right i'm like okay cool we'll shoot it there 
and he gave me and Steve the address. So we packed up our car with our cameras and lights and all that kind of stuff. And we went downtown Chicago. We found the address and we buzzed the store and there's this huge flight of stairs going up like six floors. And we got up there and we opened up the door and I'm like, what in hell are we at? We opened up. (laughs) It was like weird. The first thing I saw as I walked in was like this pentagram. (laughs) And I I look at my friend, Steve, and I'm like, they're going to kill us. (laughs) So so we walk in and it turns out that this place we're shooting at was an S&M parlor. And I, and I remember I look at my friend Stephen like, just don't touch anything. <laughs> and, uh, his, but, but it was cool. It was cool. And the, but the place was just so freaky. It had all these like weird chains and whips and cages and that type of thing. And uh, so we, uh, we met the, the girls who played the, the, the brides. And it was funny as we were shooting, uh, the one had to, had to quickly stop shooting because she had a client call. And he was asking some questions about domination or, you know, you know, because <laughs> I've been a bad boy or some kind of crap like that. So that, that, that was a weird experience. Uh, but it was, it came out as, as a really cool scene. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we've had so many experiences, uh, you know, fun experiences and just crazy stuff. Another one, when we're shooting Dracula's Orgy of the Damned, I, uh, we had a scene where these girls fight each other is the cat fight scene. And uh, it's supposed to take place like out in the middle of a field. So we shot it and um, I actually used my brother-in-law's backyard and uh, he wasn't home, but he said it was okay to shoot. Well, he lives next door to a priest and he looks out his window. Apparently he sees all these girls dressed like vampires. We got this other guy in a skeleton suit. That's like 15 feet tall. There's fire and stuff. You got Ron Fitzgerald walking around, which is, you know, immediately, you know, your, your caution, internal caution uh, signal starts flashing. And so he called the cops and four squad cars pulled up. And uh, yeah. So I walk out there. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, you know, we're shooting a movie about Dracula and, uh, and I, I go take a look around, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing. So they were cool about it. And, uh, <laughs> I said, Hey, have a good time. So it all worked out, but, uh, yeah, there's so many, there's so many incidents that happen, you know, but <laughs> it's all in fun. Nothing, nothing. Uh, nobody ever gets hurt or anything, but totally understand. And, uh, from what I understand, uh, you're with- one of your most recent films was uh, Cult of the Shadow People. How did you yeah. get that one? Again, that was another one that uh, I had an idea for a story, and I got with my writing partner, Eric S. Brown. We wrote the book. Um, I kind of wanted to style it after extreme fundamentalist, ultra-Christian uh, religions that kind of try to involve themselves politically. Which is kind of funny since you just told us a story about the priest in the backyard of your brother. Or- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure if he's an extreme fundamentalist, but you know, you see some of these people, cause I got a letter when we, uh, when we um, shot big, uh, bloody rage of Bigfoot, I got a, a nasty letter from uh, the, the Westboro Baptist church. Oh, and uh, yeah, and they uh, sent me this letter saying that they were going to pray for the failure of my Bigfoot movie. And he <laughs> called me a bunch of nasty, which I thought was pretty cool to get this. Letter. 
I mean, I'm like, hell, I, you can't buy publicity like that. So I got that letter. I immediately, I posted it. I wanted everybody to see it. It's a hilarious letter. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to to base a um, a uh, a a film about a, a church like that who gets people in and just corrupts them with their bizarre theologies. But at the meantime, I had to spice it all up a little bit. So it turns out they're also werewolves. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, it, uh, it it worked. Um, I think technically it's our best work yet. It didn't take off the way the other ones did. Okay. I've, uh, it, it just, just, I can't seem to get the interest in Cult of the Shadow People the way, the way the other ones. It's a good, it's a good piece of work, but, eh, you know, it's just, does, didn't, it's, it's not seeming to uh, catch, catch the audience the way I wanted. Well, uh, let's hope that uh, there's a different crowd out there for, uh, uh, for uh, you know, the, the new year or whatnot. Because uh, you never know, uh, people discover films out there. Uh, they're just like, just like me. I'm a, I'm a, I, I can't deny it. I'm a cinephile. I, I, uh, I enjoy collecting f- f- films. And if uh, there's someone like me out there, uh, they're finding people like y- uh, you who direct these types of films. There are definitely right. it, it, there is definitely some interest out there. So uh, how uh, how did you go about? Um, uh, did you have any um, favorite moment from Cult of the Shadow People? That and or wh- where did you film that? That was filmed all over. <clears throat> my uh, good friend out in England, uh, Tim Pollard, uh, who introduces all my films. He plays the role of uh, um, of. Uh, 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 <laughs> Um, Lord Victor Fleming. Okay, he introduces all my films. It was really funny too because uh, when he, you know he lives in, in Nottingham, England, and uh, his his job is he plays Robin Hood at the castle, the actual Nottingham Castle. That's his job. He plays Robin Hood, and he's got himself a great life because he's invited to all these royal events and that type of thing. He sent me some video. He was on the red carpet for the. Um, for the premiere of Skyfall. So he was up there with Prince Charles and, uh, you know, members of the film. So he gets invited to all these cool events. So I, I he, he introduces my films and it was funny because um, a reviewer saw Dracula's Orgy of the Dam. They gave it a pretty favorable review, but they were teasing him on what a fake British accent he has. So he got a kick out of this because he's, he lives right in damn England. <laughs> and so what happened was this took off and then ended up going into newspapers in London about how Nottingham's Robin Hood has been accused of having a fake British accent in this Which film by, by, critics, by American critics. So that there was, it was really cool. Cause it was like, you know, they, they showed the picture of the film in the newspaper and, and we got a big kick out of that. So in, in at the end of Werewolf Massacre, he kind of addresses that. He says that he's very English indeed and uh, and, uh, and God bless the Queen and, and all this. So <laughs> that was really cool. But uh, yeah, we uh, we always have that, uh, those parts filming in England. And then, you know, always around here in the Chicagoland area, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, uh, we did have a scene in Cult of the Shadow People that was shot in uh, in New Mexico. The opening scene where the leader of the cult is uh, addressing his followers on a uh, 
on a video cast uh, for the for the deep web. Okay. For, so uh, that was shot in uh, in New Mexico. Um, in Dracula's Orgy, of the Damned, they had Sean Phillips. Sean C. Phillips. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. He uh, he yeah. yeah he uh, he shot a scene for us out in California, and nice. we spliced nice. that into uh, into Dracula. Cool. Um, yeah, and, so, uh, and uh, I understand you I put uh, in uh, Hobo with a Trash Can. I played a part in Hobo with a Trash Can, uh, directed by uh, Christopher Kaler. Okay. And, okay. Uh, yeah, me and my friend Steve, who does my editing, we're both, we played a part. I played a, uh, a sort of like a, a Men in Black type of character okay. uh, on a segment called Flying Saucer. So I was cool. like in the, uh, like a executive meeting where I got up and I, I danced with uh, Anthony Cooney, who directed uh, Leaf Blower Massacre. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, well, that was, that was one particular scene. Yeah. Directed by Chris Kaler. Cool. Um, and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, newest feature dealing with the Boggy Creek? <clears throat> the horror of Boggy Creek is what I'm working on now. Uh, it's definitely, definitely our most ambitious venture yet. Um, as a kid, and a lot of people remember the legend of Boggy Creek directed by Charles Pierce. It was a, it was a Bigfoot, a cheap Bigfoot movie came out in, I think, 71, 72. Yeah. Well, as a kid, it scared the hell out of me as it <laughs> did to most little kids. Um, and that was cool about the seventies growing up as a young kid in the seventies. Cause I remember that they had so much Bigfoot TV show stuff going on, but they never presented it as uh, something um, as being skeptical about it. This was brought to you as this is fact. There was a show called uh, the mysterious monsters that was hosted by Rod Serling Mm -hmm. and the theatrical version had Peter Graves in it. Okay, and uh, this, I remember watching this on TV as a kid. Scared the hell out of me because this was presented as this is factual. This is like saying Bigfoot exists. Here it is, and they had all these crazy footage and stuff. It's very frightening to an eight year old. And when Legend of Boggy Creek came out, it affected me so much. I think that was my whole began my whole interest in in Bigfoot, uh, the whole mythos. Okay. So uh, I I kind of am doing this sort of like it as homage to it. Uh, but it's got a different twist. Um, it def- it takes place in Falk, Arkansas, but I'm changing some things around, and I don't want to give too much away. But oh, this yeah. one, uh, this is going to be our most violent. Uh, it's pretty violent, and uh, it's got um, – the premise of the film is that in the 14th century, during the uh, the Emperor's Inquisition – there was a mad doctor, part of the Catholic Church, who used to perform all sorts of atrocities okay. on these people during the Inquisition. And he used to write down his experiments in this book. Now, this book still exists, but it's been buried by the Vatican because they don't want anybody to know because this could cause damage to the church. Okay. Well, the church, the, 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 this book has been stolen, and it's being held by somebody in who happens to be in Arkansas. And he's now got this hidden bungalow where he's performing these experiments. So the archdiocese hires these people to go out and retrieve this book and do away with him. 
And that's where they all meet up with, you know, we all know who lives in, in Falk, Arkansas, in the woods. So, uh, so that, that, that's the story of, uh, of the film. And we're shooting it now. It's uh, hopeful. It, we will have it done in 2018. I'm hoping by, by end of summer. Well, um, if uh, there was anything that you could tell uh, actors and actresses that might be li- uh, uh, listening, uh, um, w- uh, why don't you uh, um, go ahead and s- uh, say something? Because you never know when someone might pick this up and uh, listen to it and listen to uh, uh, to the end of it. And uh, uh, since you're looking for actors and actresses uh, 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 as well, uh, what would you say to them? Always show up on time, please. Whenever the shoot, it's always, always important to show up on time. And if you can't make it, give ample notice, and never challenge a director for creative control on scenes, because sometimes, you know, unless you've got really something hot to bring. But uh, the, that's that's really the only frustration I have is when when you have people who, who who cancel out at last minute or show up extraordinarily late. But uh, that's but the most important thing is if you have that passion and um and it's something you you want to pursue do it and don't be lazy just do it and especially now with independent film there's so much independent film now this arena has just grown especially with the advent of you know with these uh editing software that comes out for these computers and the type of cameras and the type of special effects that's it's available at your disposal now that the, the whole independent cinema arena has just grown and uh so if people want to want to get into that just another piece of advice i have is if you if you're going to do it um make sure you have interesting titles to your to your films uh, I try to give my titles of my films the most salacious sounding uh, titles to, to, so they gain some sort of notoriety. You know, if, if I call something Werewolf Massacre at Hell's Gate, it might get somebody's attention as opposed to, you know, you know, Howl at the Moon or something like that. I, you know, I, I want to make it something where it's really going to catch people's attention. But uh, as far as actors and actors, have fun, do it. And, uh, um, and if you can do it, be committed, and uh, you know, and then you can have a, a really. There's so much uh, um, opportunities in this. You meet so many interesting people, and you, uh, you know, you go to interesting places and get a lot of really cool experiences, and it grows from there. Uh, my uh, my actress uh, Tina Bovin, who uh, who's been fantastic in all my films, she's been noted noticed by other uh, independent filmmakers, and she's done work for for other ones now. And I'd like to see her, you know, grow with that. I, they would just, I'd, I'd like that. So, okay, that's my cool. advice. Have fun. Uh, now, have you had a casting call for uh, your new feature yet? Not yet. I've I have my regular core actors, which I've got filled, but I am going to seriously need actors for some of my closing scenes because I got some big, uh, some big scenes for the for the uh, for the climax of the film. So probably what I'll do, I'll do a shout out for, for extras or that type of thing. But however, if people are interested in being in this film and you're out there and you're serious, let me know. And if you're in the Chicago area, I need people. I I desperately need them. And if somebody's out there listening, who's interested, let me know. I, I I'd love to talk to you about it. 
And you heard it, folks. Well, um, I think that's all the time that we have for today, folks. But uh, definitely stay t- uh, uh, t- uh, tuned uh, for whatever uh, whatever else that uh, uh, Mr. Back has pl- uh, planned uh, for you. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I am your host, David Stregi. Um, uh, where can, where 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 can we find your uh, uh, your pages at? Uh, you can go. You can find my films on Amazon.com. Uh, if you just go on Amazon and you type in my name, James Bach, uh, B-A-A-C-K, my films and my books will show up. Uh, I do right now. Currently, I have. I am showing um, uh, Werewolf Massacre and Hell's Gate and Cult of the Shadow People for a limited time on YouTube. I uh, just wanted to you know, blast it out there for people to take a look at. It's for a limited time. In fact, I just loaded uh, Werewolf Massacre at Hell's Gate today. And uh, so if you want to check it out, go check it out. Have fun with it. <clears throat> you know, have some co- have, have many cocktails and, uh, <laughs> and, and enjoy. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, the more you drink, the more you going. drink, the less this thing. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, like I said, I am your host, David Stregi. Um, I run Movies Galore of Milwaukee. I also uh, uh, run a blog of the same name, and I run Inside Movies Galore. I'm also a producer of uh, some uh, kind. Uh, in fact, one of my uh, uh, film productions uh, th- that I was part of, uh, I, uh, uh, w- uh, I worked with uh, director Brad Twig um, on uh, – uh, uh, Wrestle Massacre, which is coming out in 2018, so uh, definitely check that out. And uh, hopefully, you folks that are listening, definitely, uh, definitely take a li- uh, listen to uh, uh, some of the stories that happened uh, b- behind the set and on scene. So, thank you. Have a great evening, folks. Who is it? It's Little Nero, sir. I have your pizza. Leave it on that doorstep and get the hell out of here. Okay. Um, well, what about the money? What money? Well, you'd have to pay for your pizza, sir. That effect. How much do I owe you? Uh, that'll be eleven eighty, sir. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Cheapskate. Hey, I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. (laughs) 